Welcome to the Eric from the Block podcast, where we explore the intersection of basketball, faith, and entertainment. My name is Aaron Conrad, and I'm here to introduce your host, Eric Laprati. Each episode, Eric goes on the block to interview guests and explore their testimonies, where the bright light of Christ shines on the lives of athletes, coaches, and fans alike. And now, from his studio on the low block, here's your host and my friend, Eric Laprati. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the first ever episode of Eric from the Block. Uh, my name is Eric. In this episode, we have on Aaron Hoops Conrad. I call him Hoops. I don't know who else calls him Hoops, but my whole life, he's he's been Hoops, knows knows my parents really well. I don't really want to tell your story, so I'll just kind of hand it over to you. Well, it's funny because I live in Columbus, Ohio. To be the first guest is pretty awesome. Just excited to be on, but I do run into somebody at Coles, like in the men's section every now and then, I'll be like, Hoops! And I'll be like, Who's, who's that? So if I hear the name, I know it, it, it deals with high school and college and not after. So, man, I'm, I'm excited to be on. I'm, I'm really honored to be, be on with you. Yeah, it's awesome to have you, man. I'm not sure that I would pick anyone else for my, for my first episode, considering how integral you've been to, to making this a reality. So, yeah, man, you are, are you the CEO of Unscripted? Yeah, man, I mean, I, I'll be whatever you need me to be, you know. Our little business. Yeah. I, I guess you'd say founder, you know, I don't know. We, we have a great team and, and I don't really like titles. I, you know, there is one on our website, but ultimately I just got a great team and, and I'm, I'm honored to work with the people I work with and to work with people like yourself on launching this podcast. But yeah, you could call me the founder. I guess I started the business. Love so it. yeah. Sweet. So, so can you tell me just a little more about kind of how unscripted was born? Yeah. I'll give you the, the elevator version. You know, I was, it was during COVID. The, the worst thing for me is idle time. It's not my friend. And so I, I, I get bored pretty easily. I've been called the king of restless. And so I was restless and I was bored and the world was on fire. There was a lot of racial tension going on in the world. And so I reached out to some friends of mine that played for the Columbus destroyers and the coach, the two of the players happened to be African-American Coach is white. And I was just like, guys, like, like, let's get together and just talk about how we can be better. And so we did a Zoom call and we recorded it. It, it wasn't even supposed to be a podcast, but it, we put it out there into the world and it got really good feedback. And so I was like, all right, well, I'm still bored and it's still COVID and we're still home. So let me start telling stories for friends. And so I did that and the circle just kept kind of getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And so here we are. I don't know. I think this is, you know, your episode will be like, I think episode 260. So we've done a few episodes and it's been awesome. It's been so much fun. That's, that's awesome to hear, man. And, you know, obviously without it, this podcast wouldn't be here. So, you know, there, there are good things that come out of the bad. So, so really, you know, this being episode one, people, people are listening for the first time, kind of trying to feel out, feel out the vibes of the show. So really what I'm interested in most is. Any, any real story you want to tell, you know, I know you and my parents have been friends for a long time. So you, you and my family go way back. So really at this point, you know, for however long you want to talk, I'm just going to kind of, kind of hand the bar over to you. I have some notes, but you know, I will, they're all later stuff. One talking about maybe some, some stuff that I found out today that we're going to, we're going to talk about involving basketball. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, just give me, give me kind of the rundown of, of who hoops is well we're gonna break news i think aren't we yes sir so on your yeah. very first episode we're breaking news yeah so we'll do that in a minute 
that's I also like to tease people a lot with certain <laughs> things. So, all right, let me let me just say this too because I think you asked the question. You know, so the podcast was kind of going. I just reached a place working for the great Bo Jackson. Yeah, mm -hmm. that that Bo Jackson. Not a brag. Just God, God lined up things in my life, and man, I I think I was five or six years in. And I was completely burned out, like physically, mentally, emotionally, won't go into all the details of all that. Maybe never will. <laughs> it's been a good source mm -hmm. of therapy sure. and a lot of tattoos, but yeah, <laughs> I, I just reached a place of complete burnout where I was literally just existing through life and it kind of coincided with the podcast. And so the podcast was kind of getting legs and really getting going and, um, I didn't even know who I was anymore. My family didn't know who I was anymore. And so I just resigned, walked away from, from all of it. And, uh, had a good friend that, uh, brought me on board with his team, did that for a few months. And, uh, he, he and I went for a walk, good friend of mine, just a, a great business, uh, went for a walk and he's like, dude, your heart's not here. <laughs> and he was like, I love you enough to tell you, your heart's not here. You have bigger dreams and visions. And so, you know, basically together we decided, all right, we're done here too. And called my wife. My wife was actually out of town that night. And I called her and I said, Hey, you know, left the spot and I'm going to just launch my own business. And she was like, excuse me. <laughs> and, and I said, no, I, I I'm, I'm, I'm going to just launch my own business. I said, I'm tired of working for other people. My heart is not in it anymore. And. I don't want to work for anybody anymore. And I, I want multiple streams of income so that one business can't just dictate, uh, our lives, you know? And so I'm trying to make it as sure as possible. It's, there's a long history, but so ultimately I just launched the business and look, I, I tell everybody, you don't make money off a podcast unless your name is Joe Rogan. You've I've already told you that in the coaching that we've had. Right. So somehow you got to make money. And there's, again, there's a really longer story here, but uh, a friend of mine from a previous business, previous life reached out and saw what I was doing, wanted to join. So there's a guy named Nick that builds websites. So Nick came on board. I've got a graphic design guy that came on board. Uh, we've got a team that has just come together. That's amazing. That And there's others. There's Cooking with CJ. There's a girl named Cammy. There's a girl named Jess. Um, Gary Miracle is our spiritual advisor. Like, it's just been incredible. And I'll say this probably at least once today that um, Manny Homie from Samaritan's Feet once told me that you have to make sure that your dreams and goals are big enough to create room for others to join you. It's one of the most powerful things I've ever heard. And that's what I've tried to do for the last several years. And so the, the business was born out of that. And now we get to do this. Like we get to help other people and other people have come and joined our dreams. And it's just awesome. Yeah, man, that's, that's really why you do it. You know, like you said, you can't really make money off of this. You know, it's, yeah. it's kind of like teaching. Obviously, nobody's really in it for the paycheck. Right. So you touched on, you know, driven, driven really big. And that's, that's kind of been a focus on some of the conversations that we've had about on like the future of this podcast. You know, I send any guests that I'm like, I know that I'm never going to meet this person in, in a thousand years. You're like, no, nope, put them on the list. Right. So, you know, are there, are there guests that you kind of have in your head that are, for, for your own podcasts that are, you feel too big, but are still on your list. Oh man, I've, I've, yeah, I have a, a rolling list and honestly, I've had the honor of, of somehow 
you know, interviewing a lot of those people already. Um, it's crazy. And a lot of people are like, oh, how'd you get so-and-so? I'm like, I emailed them. And I know it sounds really simple, but seriously, it's like, I'm not that smart. I'm not that great. I just emailed them. And, you know, and, and sometimes they say yes, and sometimes they say no. And so in podcasting, you got to get used to that. Like, don't, don't get too high on the highs and don't get too low on the lows. But what's crazy is there's been more highs than there's been lows. It's just been awesome. And at the end of the day, you know, when you get to meet one, it's like, that's my hero. I get to sit down with one of my heroes and tell them what I've always wanted to tell them and not at some autograph session or something like that. It's like, I actually get to sit with you and hear your heart and you get to hear mine. And so there's been a lot of that. I, so to answer your question briefly, I say, I would say there's two people at the top of my list, Tony Dungy, mm -hmm. because he wrote the book quiet strength and it's one of the mm -hmm. most influential books I've ever read. So I'd love to interview Tony Dungy. We were really close at one point and then the football season started and anyway, long story, but I do have receipts. So uh, Tony's going to come on at some point. The second one would be Bob Goff, who wrote the book Love Does. And I've actually talked to Bob on the phone. Mm -hmm. Haven't had a chance to interview him yet, but I, the book Love Does, again, just, just incredibly impactful on my life. The third one and last one is a new edition reunion. I, I, I do believe before I die, I'm going to host a new edition reunion on Unscripted. <laughs> so I love it. So there's I love it. I love it. Yeah. So, you know, for those of you listening right now, if you haven't listened to, to Aaron's podcast, it is called Aaron Unscripted. I assume you can find it the same, same place as you found this one, considering I'm kind of under the umbrella of the company that he started. You know, it, it's a really great listen. He's got like 250 episodes and they're all awesome. Uh, you know, he, he'll tell you that the first, first couple were that great, but go back and listen to them and they're, you know, better than this first one. And, you know, I, I think it kind of shows too the beauty of a podcast is you can listen to the evolution. Yeah. And, you know, I'm a basketball coach. So I think one thing that I can speak to at least is on the film, you're never as good as you look, but you're also never as bad as you look. Right. Love so, that. Yep. You know, I think you don't, you don't give yourself enough credit, brother. I'm the most self-deprecating person you're ever going to meet. And that'll probably never <laughs> I change. I know you are. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, no, I appreciate that. I do. And I, I agree with you. I mean, you, it is fun. It's cringeworthy for me to go back and listen to earlier episodes. Cause I'm like, oh mm. my gosh, I can't believe anyone listened to this. That's just so bad. Mm. It was literally, cause it wasn't supposed to be a, a thing. And then it became a thing. And then the guests started to become a thing. And I started to realize, okay, well, so example, if I have a guy from ESPN on, he's used to a certain level of ex expertise and the mm. video needs to look like this and the audio needs to sound like this. And so whether I liked it or not, I sooner or later, I could, I had to stop playing around and actually had to get serious. If I wanted, <laughs> you know, if I wanted to do right by my guests, it was never about me. It's still not, it, it was about, okay, if, if I get, you know, whoever artist, let's just say, if I get a musician on, man, I, they're used to a certain level of audio and, and I'm still not there, but uh, I'm doing my best to get there, you know, and the same mm. with the graphics. Like if I get somebody from ESPN or a director or, and I put out a, a story, man, that better look good because they're used to this level. And I, I'm, you know, like I say, I'm still not there, but I do my best. And, and that's what I realized just going through it was I got to be better. Not, not for me. I, I like you said, I, I personally, it's all good, 
but I owe it to my guests to give them the best presentation possible because they've given me their time. Mm -hmm. It's the least I can do in return is, is give them the best product possible. Sure. And you know, one of, I think probably the most cliched things I could, I could respond to that with is there's no currency more valuable than time. Absolutely. It's the only thing, only thing on earth you can't really buy. It's awesome. Yeah, man. So, you know, we, we started talking what four weeks ago. Is that what I said? Yeah. It's about four weeks ago. So it's about a month and you know, every, every time I think one of us has a revelation, the other one is like, dude, I've felt that way my whole life. Um, (laughs) So every single day, I feel like, you know, I'm learning more and more that, that we have in common. Right. And you know, that started from our very first conversation, which I think is one of the worst possible things that we could actually have in common. Do you want to touch on that? Or is that something that you want to pass on? No, I, I know. I, I, you mean Ron and Darren? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, no, I, yeah, I, I absolutely, again, the best thing I could do. So Ron and Darren passed, I'm sure for people listening, if they don't know, Ron and Darren passed tragic car accident when, when we were in college. And I don't want to say I was affected. It, the entire, everyone was affected. I just happened to be friends with them, close to them, and it really rocked my world. And so, mm-hmm. you know, this is before therapy and tattoo yeah. shops. Yeah. And, and so I think there was just a lot of self-searching, soul-searching on my own because at the time, you know, people weren't admitting, hey, I'm, I'm struggling with this. And there weren't places, maybe there were, I just think in college, you don't know that. And so... I think I had to figure it out on my own. And what I ultimately always came back to was, was this, and I, I have to tell a quick story. Uh, we went to uh, Ron's funeral. Um, I'm sorry, his visitation, not his funeral. Uh, well, I went to his funeral too, but we went to his visitation. My parents came down from Cleveland, picked me up and it was in Mansfield and we got there late. I say all that because we got there late and it was about to be over. We were so late. And when we got there, there was still a line of people out the door, down the sidewalk, across the block, and around the corner. Like, it was unbelievable. And I already knew this about Ronnie, but I'll never forget that moment because I remember thinking that our impact is so huge. Like, we're here for a minute, and then it's gone. And Ronnie treated everyone, and Darren too. I always feel like Darren gets second place, but he was amazing too. They were incredible. But, you know, I'm speaking of Ronnie because that was his visitation. He treated everyone, everyone the same. And he loved everyone and they loved him. And I got to witness that. And so I kind of guess I vowed at some point in the healing process, like, I'm I'm never going to be Ron Holmes. He was way better at basketball and with people. And he was just an incredible presence. But I guess I vowed to myself, like, you, the one thing you can do is treat people like Ronnie treated everyone. And so I've tried to do that. And, and honestly, I don't even think about it anymore. I think it's become natural. And because I just committed myself to say, I, I just want to make sure that I treat people like he did, not for my funeral, not for my visitation, not for any glory, but because I know how important and it was to me, how he treated me. And I want someone else to feel like that if they were ever around me. Absolutely. And man, you said the word glory. We, we both know where that all goes, right? A hundred percent. All glory goes to God, brother. Right. A hundred percent. Absolutely. You know, that's, that's kind of, 
that's something that sucks that we have in common. Yeah, that we both have very, very similar experiences when it comes to that. And in a future episode, um, that's something I'll get into a little deeper with with someone who kind of walked through that specific specific tragedy with me. We'll go through that together. But but man, God works in, in some crazy ways, and He used both of our both of our stories to kind of merge it into one and and one where we can now pull stories out of other people and, and share them you know i was i was on your podcast and i talked a lot about how i don't even care if it gets on the podcast i just want to hear people's stories and have the opportunity to to tell them to other people you know and i think you know that's that's a gift from god and i struggle to say a positive part but um something that that came out of a tragedy that you could tell like this is what god wants from us i mean at the end of the day it, it everybody's got one and i think on our mm-hmm. very first phone call together four weeks ago i told you that like everybody's got one they all have a story so it's covid proof it's recession proof it's war proof it's we all have a story and they need to be told and you don't have to be a social media influencer or the lead singer of whatever band or uh, the starting point guard for whatever to have a story. My next door neighbor has an incredible story. I've never even interviewed her. I probably should. She's got an incredible story. And if people heard it, it would impact them. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it, it, the, the economy of stories is pretty flat. Cause we all got one mm-hmm. and I guarantee you, if you right. ask somebody long enough and you get a chance to talk to them long enough, they're going to tell you something that will just blow your mind, whether, whether or not they want to share it. You know what I mean? So yeah, I'm intrigued by stories. I love stories and I love other people's stories because it makes me feel like I'm not alone. Absolutely. And there's, you know, something that something to be learned, I think to grow as a person from everyone else's story, you know? So I just, a. a bit of my story when i was 17 i was diagnosed with epilepsy mm-hmm. um and so one in 10 people will have an epileptic seizure in their lifetime and the way that i have chosen to see that is i have gone i have epileptic seizures so that nine other people don't have to and to me that stories are kind of the same way like someone went through something and is telling me about it so that I don't have to go through it myself yeah. or that I can get to go through it myself. Yeah. So, so yeah, man, I think it's important in so, life to have somebody else. I, I call it the gift of going second. And that's mm-hmm. a phrase that's been used before. I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but, um, you know, if, if I can give the gift of going second, so you just went first. And so if someone's listening to this podcast and they deal with the same thing, you just went first and you just gave me the approval to go second. So now I don't have to, I don't have to worry about feeling bad or ashamed or whatever I might feel about raising my hand and saying, Hey, I struggle with this, or I was diagnosed with this, right? It's the gift of going seconds. It's one of the greatest gifts you can give someone is the gift of going second, like be first, tell your story, share, because when you do that, you're going to open up the door for somebody to finally be able to say, yeah, thank you for going first. Because now it's okay for me to raise my hand too. Like you ever in a small group like that where somebody raises their hand and tells you about a struggle they're going through and all of a sudden the rest of the group just comes together 
and everything fits. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's the greatest gift you can give is, is the gift of going second. Absolutely, man. I love it. All right. So I haven't really accused this as well as I probably should, but you know, we talked a little bit about, about a new part-time job for you. <laughs> that, is that some news you want to break? Absolutely, man. I, and there's no better place I'd rather break it than on your podcast. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's a funny story. I, you know, we're empty nesters now. My kids are out of the house. One of them lives up there. One of them lives up there in Vernon and works in Newark. He's graduated now. Uh, I have another daughter that's at Grace College and one that's all the way down at Liberty. And so my wife and I are just kind of like, Hey, who are you again? <laughs> kids are gone. There's not some a sporting event to go to. And so uh, a lot of downtime. And so, you know, start trying to run a business, start a business. I, I was just bored. Again, I, I think I mentioned this earlier, <laughs> idle time is not my friend and I know that. And so I just had this idea one day to reach out to this place called Just Hoops Columbus. They have two locations, Dublin and Lewis Center. That's a, that's a plug. <laughs> no, it's an incredible facility and, and they have some partnerships with some partnerships of ours and friends of ours. And so reached out to them and long story short, just sat down with them uh, last week and we just kind of put this plan together. And, and so, yeah, I'm going to be. I guess, joining the team at Just Hoops on a part-time basis, uh, helping them out. They're helping me out, uh, going to take up my nights and one, one day a weekend, just being around basketball again and, and the kids and the parents. And I'm really excited. I'm, I'm honored that they, they would have me join their team. I told them this morning, I'm going to be the Udonis Haslam of their team. <laughs> mm. Remember that guy I was on that. the, the guy was on the, on the take from the heat forever. And he never had to play. So that's me. I'm at that role now. Uh, couldn't give you two minutes off the bench, but, um, no, I'm really excited to, to join the team at just hoops and just a great facility. I love what they do. Not a, not a big, like, Hey, rent, you know, full court for a, a league. It's all about development and shooting. And uh, I just can't wait to meet the kids and, and, uh, you know, ex just get excited about their game on Friday and ask them on Monday, how it went. I'm, I'm really excited to join the team. Justhoopscolumbus.com. Sweet. Yep. Go look them up. You know, if, if any of y'all, I know some of my players are listening and I've seen you, seen you shoot. Give me a call. You're talking about me. I think you're talking about me. Yes, brother. Yeah. Hey, hey oh, if you've seen me shoot, give them a call. <laughs> I, I have not seen you shoot, but I feel like. You don't want to see know, that. Just listening to you talk about it, it kind of makes me a little sick, but. Don't know you know, want to see you that. You do have that intramural champion thing going. I do. Is that banner up yet? Can you swing by Mount Vernon and see if my banner? Yeah, yeah, I'll go. I'll go check and see. All right, thanks. Uh, all right, so since we're on top of basketball, let's talk with hoops. How's Carolina going to do this year? They'll be back. They'll be back. It's, it's a redemption tour. They'll be back. Yeah, I feel good about it. I do. Yeah. I, I, I do. think I had a chance to look super in-depth of their schedule yet, but I, I need to see them play. Duke. I think, you know, the rest of the season doesn't really matter to me. They're going to make the dance. I think we all know that. Right. I need to see how, how you hold up against Duke. I mean, at the end of the day, Duke may win both this year and that's, it's fine. Cause we still got the one. I mean, we sent Co coach K home. So we'll always have, we, we will always have that. We ended coach K's career, not once, but twice. So see ya. But you know, last year was terrible. Duke's going to be really, really, really good. And I have far too many Duke friends. I hate that I have so many yeah. friends that are Duke fans, but no, I all respect. They're going to be very, very good. Like national championship. Good. 
I think Carolina is under the radar. I love that. I love us at whatever, 12, 17, 19, wherever they are. I love because last year was a train wreck. I will also say that Hubert Davis better get it done this year. Better be better. Yeah. Because if he's not, yeah. he gone. And I love Hubert Davis. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I would say too, like they, they got out coached a couple of times last year. Um, many times. I feel like so many times they had the better roster. Just he got out coached. Hubert's got to learn to use his bench. Yes. hundred percent. And yeah, with, that's all I can with say. the returning cast they had last year, there's no reason for them to team been as bad as they were. Agreed. Now, I, I don't think they were national champions last year, but they should have been better. I think I, the only other thing I'll say, and I love Caleb Love. Caleb Love ended Coach K's career. Like, maybe hit one of the biggest shots ever in Carolina history. So you hate saying anything bad, but the problem last year was Caleb Love. One of the many problems. Oh, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. guard, guard play was an issue. There's a kid, Elliot, and I don't know how to pronounce his last name. But he reclassified, came in. I'm telling you, that kid's going to be the point guard before the season's over. And he's going to run things. He's a lot like Kendall Marshall. So, anyway, not nerd speak. But, yeah, I I, I think Carolina's going to be okay. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I think they're going to lean on Armando Baycock a lot. They say he looks they're, they're gonna, the best he's looked in four years. So, dude, I've seen, I've seen like, some TikToks and stuff. He, he looks like a monster. Yeah. Well, last year he was filming OBX. So, I mean. Yeah. They all read their clippings. They all got in the NIL stuff. There was a lot of issues last year, but one of them was, and I love Baycott. He actually is, one of his NIL deals is with a great organization called Me Fine Foundation. Good friend of mine mm -hmm. uh, runs it. And so I love his heart and his compassion. He's given a lot of his money away. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I think, I think Baycott's locked in this year, which is huge. Yeah. i tell you what, though. One, one more comment on, on Baycott. And I, Sort of feel bad saying this, but he is one of the ugliest human beings <laughs> I think I've ever seen. That ain't right, man. Like, <laughs> I feel bad to a kid, yeah. but he has to go through, like, God hit him with the ugly stick three or four did. times. He did. He did. And that's okay. That's okay. He's going to make a lot yeah, of money absolutely. one day at the next level. So I hope he has right. an amazing yeah. year. I do. Yeah, yeah. no. But, but yeah, he's, not yeah he's not blessed in that category, but I'm not either. <laughs> and I've done okay in life. So, you know, I'm just yeah. saying. I'm just saying, it'll, I mean, be, we it'll be fine. We can't all be perfect, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Yep. All right. Speaking of the next level, Cavs going to get their crap together this year? Yeah, I feel good about it. I mean, at the end of the day, I think there's still a toughness issue with the Cavs. Mm -hmm. You know, it reared its head in the first round of the playoffs last year. And I don't know that they got tougher over the off season. I mean, mm -hmm. unless you want to call Tristan Thompson tough. Yeah, I mean, he's going to, Tristan will bring some toughness, but he's not going to play. Right. I think they brought in some shooters, which is outstanding, but shooting, I mm. don't, you know, some people would say, well, they need to spread the floor. I mean, I know it's, it's a new NBA. I just would like to have seen them get tougher. And I don't yeah. know that they did. The Knicks punched them in the mouth, period. Like right. out, just, just were more physical. I don't know mm. that they got better. I think they got well, better they, offensively. It, it, I don't know that they got better defensively. And that's a problem. Mm. Right. Yeah. No, if they could, if they could have gone out and gotten like a Mitchell Robinson from the Knicks or, you know, kind of a, a big, strong enforcer, as much as I love them, Evan Mosley and Jared Allen, but you need someone with some muscle on them. Yeah. And, and those guys are just big and long. I'm reading that, that Mobley's getting bigger and, yeah. and stronger. Yeah. He looks better. Mm -hmm. No, we need to find like, like a shack. Yeah. And, you know, it's not a big man era anymore. Bring him back. 
I mean, look at what's his name? Victor Wimbiana or whatever. What's his name? The new guy, the freshman rookie. I'm sorry, not freshman. You know what I'm talking about? Vic, we just call him Victor. I mean, that dude's like seven, eight or whatever. <laughs> he's huge. Yeah. But he's skinny yeah. as can be. I mean, it's just a new NBA. It's different. But you yeah. got you to gotta have guys like a Keith Smart. Is, is Keith, no, what's his mm-hmm. name? Is that right? What's the guy's name from Boston? Marcus no, Smart. Thank you. Marcus. Keith Smart hit the uh, game winning shot in 1987. Shout out Indiana Hoosiers. Um, yeah, no. yeah, Marcus Smart, man. You, and I don't even like that guy, but you don't have to like that guy. Or what's his name? Right. Dylan Brooks. You know what I mean? There, mm-hmm. You just got to have some toughness. You got to have a bad boy. And I, I love the Cavs. I think everybody loves the Cavs, all their players. I, they don't, I don't know if they have somebody that's just going to knock somebody on their can. <laughs> right. I, I was really hoping for a minute Isaac Okoro was going to be that guy. I think he yeah, is, he but I don't know how much he's going to play. He doesn't give you anything on offense. Exactly. If, if he could develop a jump shot, I think he'd be all right. But he doesn't give you anything. I will say, I think he's worked on it, you know, and sometimes shooters are just born. And, but it, I know he's worked on it. Anyway, yeah. 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 We'll see. We'll see. I, you know, can they outscore everybody? I don't know. I think there's two questions leadership and toughness. Those are, and those are, things that it's very hard to, um, make in a lab, you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 There are definitely people born like it. Those are the one I tell my players all the time. If you can, if you can be tough and you can outwork teams, I'm happy win or lose, you know, I can't coach you to work hard. Right. So, you know, and I think that goes all the way up. All right. So, you know, I'm, we're kind of coming up on a little over half hour here. So we'll take enough of your time. We'll, we'll push a little further into. Well, my last question, it's going to be something stupid because I'm kind of stupid. Oh, we got, got about eight days to Halloween. What is your favorite Halloween tradition? Oh gosh, I don't have one. Actually, all right, so I'll tell you, I saw a comedian on TikTok. I spend entirely too much time on TikTok, which you already know. Yep. Way too much time on TikTok. But I saw a comedian the other night. And it was really funny. I don't remember this guy's name. I don't remember any much of it, but he was talking about how his neighbors... Like he doesn't know him, you know? And then he's mm-hmm. like, you know, his neighbor came over and knocked on the door and he opened the door and she's like, Hey, I noticed you're giving out candy and the rest of the neighborhood is giving out pencils and necklaces. I won't say what he said. Cause he cussed, but he was like, get off my front porch. <laughs> and then he kind of went on this rant about how people give out pencils. And what's ironic mm-hmm. is like literally all of my neighbors give out pencils. So. And hey, if you give out pencils, shout out, seriously, shout out. That's awesome. My wife and I already decided we're not doing it this year. We don't have any kids anymore. We're just going to keep the lights off and probably watch Netflix or something. Cause, or I'll probably watch TikToks of comedians talking about their neighbors. <laughs> Cause I'm just, I'm not doing candy. Like we're not going to do it this year. So I, I don't have one. One other, actually I do have, we, there was one and, and this is not to be political, but when my kids were young, my son would go out and come back with like the, they took the old pillowcases, right? And so mm-hmm. my son would come back and be full. And my youngest would go out and get like a handful because she was my youngest, you know? And then the middle one would be yeah. have like half. And then they'd all bring it home. And then my wife would take it in the living room. She'd dump it all out on the floor and then separate it equally. And I, I remember when they got old enough to kind of listen, I was like, okay, guys, this is the difference between Republicans and Democrats. <laughs> so seriously, I was like, now Republicans believe that Austin, that whole pillowcase is yours, bro. 
that's all yours. You get to keep what you earn. Now, Democrats get to do what mom did and everybody gets an equal share. And so, so, and, and I said, now, now you do with that what you want. And, but there you go. And so I was teaching a lesson and anyway, that's completely unrelated, but that, I think that was my favorite Halloween tradition that and my kids always brought me, there was a dad tax and the dad tax was peanut butter, Reese's, Reese's peanut butter cups. Okay. That's the dad tax. So, so on, on candy, my, my parents told me that I don't, I don't believe this is real. I think it was made up by parents. Did you check your kids? No. Um, did you check your kids candy for rigid aids? No, I'm, I'm probably a horrible it's, parent. It's not a real kid. It is a real thing. I, and I've heard rumors where if you take it to like the local hospital, they're running through the x-ray machine just to make sure everything's cool. I don't know. I, we never did that. And so maybe I'm a horrible parent, but no, that's real, man. That's real. And, and every year they scare you. There's news reports of, oh, someone's up on a Raider blade or now you got to worry about fentanyl. So there's that, but yeah, <laughs> that's that I'm not laughing. That's not funny. I, that was not a joke, but seriously, you probably got to worry about that stuff. I don't know. I, and it's just sad that you have to. So the answer is give out pencils. Yeah, no, absolutely. Pencils, toothbrushes, you know, Charlie Brown, they give out rocks. Like it's greatest ever. You know what you could give out is friendship bracelets like T-Swizzle. Yes. Except I will go around. I'm very, very, very single. So I will, I'll pull Travis Kelsey. I'll go around, hand out friendship bracelets with my phone number, phone number on it. Just see what happens. Just see what happens. It's better than Tinder. I mean, hey. Yeah, that's true. It's, it's more deliberate. Um. Yeah. I'm dead. <laughs> no, happy Halloween, everybody. Seriously. To, well, I don't know when this will post, but happy Halloween. If you're yeah, yeah, don't do anything stupid. Yeah. Everybody be safe. That's right. Give out pencils. All right, man. You want to go ahead and go ahead and give your podcast one more plug real quick before we, before we sign off? Sure. If anybody wants to listen to it, it's Aaron Unscripted. You can find it on all the podcast, podcast platforms, Aaron Unscripted. And website is Aaron at AaronConrad.com. It's A-A-A-A. You done messed up A-A, Rowan? Uh, A-A-R-O-N-C-O-N-R-A-D.com. Our business is MyUnscripted.com. Our merch is at, at UnscriptedMerch.com. So three separate websites, all connected. And honored to, to have this podcast join our team. So so I need to give that shout out, man. Thanks for joining us. We're, our, our team is absolutely loved helping you launch this podcast. Yeah, man, it's, it's a blessing to be, to be a part of the collective and to, to have gotten already to meet some of the people that I've met, you know, and I haven't even, haven't even put an episode out there yet. So, you know, big things coming up. I've got some, got some awesome people lined up to talk to and, and it's all because of you. So thank you so much for, for everything that you've done for me in the last month. And I'm really, really excited to keep going. Well, it's only up from here. I mean, seriously, <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. You're not launching out of the gate with, you know, one of the big, big stars. You can only go up from here. So man, I'm, I'm proud of you. I'm so excited and I can't wait to see this podcast. Just do great things, share great stories. I know some of the lists that you put together and probably a lot of the people I don't know on the list and it doesn't matter. They have a story and it's going to impact someone and you at the wheel, you at the wheels of steel. With the microphone, the headset is, you're just going to do great things, man. I'm really proud of you. Yeah, man. If I can reach, if I can reach one person, I will have done my job. Then it was worth it, right? Uh, it's for the one. One of my, one of my favorite people in the world told me, you cannot, as one person, you cannot change the world, but you can change the world for one person. That's right. That's what I'm here to do, brother. Yeah. All right. So I think that'll do it. 
if you want to follow, follow the podcast and go over to Instagram, it is Eric underscore from underscore the underscore block 23. Instagram made me put all the underscores in. On there is a, a link to the merch. It'll take you right to the website. Go look at some merch. There's some pretty cool stuff on there. I had very little to do with the design. Aaron and his team set it all up and it, it looks awesome. I couldn't be happier. So go check it out and, and continue to your stories. And always remember, little things matter. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Eric from the Block podcast with your host, Eric Labrati. Please make sure to review, like, and share on all your podcast platforms. Until next time, God bless.